Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode is led by Roisin McCartney of the Queen's Careers team, who will be offering a bite-sized employability session on using your character strengths for your future career. One question that I like to ask people is what they consider to be success. And I don't know if any of you recognise this person in the picture here on the cover of, of Forbes magazine. It's back in 2015. If you don't recognise him, you'll certainly have heard of his creation. Um, his name is Marcus Person, and he's the creator of Minecraft. And even I, who have absolutely no interest in computer games whatsoever, I'm well aware of Minecraft. Um, now, I do want to be clear here, I'm not putting Marcus up here as an inspirational figure because I think he's had quite a few controversial tweets, so I'm not putting him up there as an inspiration to us all, but more as a story to learn from. So he created Minecraft, it became very successful, as I'm sure you all know, and he sold Minecraft to Microsoft for, I think, well, it says on the front of, of the magazine there, $2.5 billion. Um, and here's some of the things that he tweeted out, some of his less controversial tweets that, he, that he's tweeted out since that happened. He says that the problem with getting everything is you run out of reasons to keep trying and human interaction becomes impossible due to imbalance. And he's talking there about the fact that, you know, he has billions now, but his friends aren't billionaires and it's difficult to interact with them with that sort of imbalance. And another tweet that he, that he put out was, I'm not an entrepreneur, I'm not a CEO, I'm a nerdy computer programmer who likes to have opinions on Twitter. And so it strikes me very much that this is someone who was creative and talented in his field, obviously. He persevered and he enjoyed just sitting and creating this game and probably working with other programmers as well. And now he's been entirely removed from all of that and he's clearly not enjoying it. That, that was 2015, maybe it's a different story now. But it struck me very much that he had been working to his strengths and therefore enjoying it. And then when he's removed from what he loved to be doing, and even with all that money and opportunity, he wasn't enjoying it because he just wasn't, you know, doing what he loved to do. He wasn't using those strengths. So again, I'm repeating that I just, I'm using him to illustrate strengths rather than as an inspirational figure for you. So let's look at a quotation from someone that I do consider an inspirational character, the American poet Maya Angelou. And I really think that when you're thinking about what you want to do with your life, it's worth considering her words. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do and liking how you do it. And I honestly think that, you know, that relates so well to character strengths, because when we're regularly using our signature strengths, our top five strengths, then we do like ourselves. That's just what happens. You know, you're using your strengths, you're enjoying yourself. So you like yourself, you like what you do, and you like how you do it. So using those character strengths helps you to build success, basically, and to enjoy what you're doing. And if you're not able to use those signature strengths in your work, then you will not feel satisfied and fulfilled. I mean, obviously we work for various reasons. We work because we need the money, we have to pay the bills, 
But in terms of actual job satisfaction, we want to be able to use our strengths. Okay, so what do we mean then by character strengths? Our strengths are a particular way of behaving, thinking or feeling that enables optimal performance, which is both authentic and energizing. So they're basically you at your best. They're you whenever you're feeling, yes, this, you know, I'm feeling positive. It feels like the real me, it feels good. And I should say that this, the whole sort of character strengths thing is based on the positive psychology movement. So created by one of its founders, Martin Seligman. So any of you with um, psychology background will probably be well aware of these. So there's two main types of strengths um, and obviously what we're concentrating on is that the first one there in red personal or character strengths mm -hmm. so your performance or your work strengths are the sort of talents that you have you know things that you're particularly good at it might have be technology organizational skills things that you have um, maybe qualifications in you get a certificate for you've got experience in and so the personal or the character strengths then are more personal qualities like perseverance, courage, kindness. And if you think about it, you know, you don't get a qualification in those things. You don't get a certificate. So whilst they're really, really important, they're much harder to talk about. If you go to interview, it's much easier to talk about your experience at using a spreadsheet or something than it is to talk about your courage or your perseverance and I also would say that those are words that I'm probably not likely to use at interview so you are translating that language into interview speak as well so you'll need to do the the translation for other people and to do that you need to be well aware of what your character strengths are and how they fit into your life basically so for example you might have very good sales skills or people skills and that might be because of your character strength of social intelligence so the the two things interrelate as well so those performance strengths can also come from what your personal or your character strengths are again they interrelate but it's, as i said it's much easier to talk about the performance ones because you can say yes i did this I've got a certificate in this much harder to talk about the character ones and that's why i think it's really good and really important to to spend time thinking about how those character strengths are actually you know within your life already because they're so important to you and if you think about it you know if, if you get to interview stage all of the people that get to interview have already gone through a shortlisting process so chances are they've already met the um the criteria that requires them to have particular abilities you know technical skills particular degree that sort of thing so sometimes yes it's about how you can talk about it but sometimes it's also about how you can talk about the personal things that are going to be what will make you sound very unique compared to somebody else who ticks all the boxes in terms of the skills so it's, it's really worth thinking about them so some benefits then of using your strengths in the workplace so people who use their strengths in their work are happier this is all based on on research by the way it's not just me coming up with it they're more confident they feel more satisfied with their lives and obviously the 
what you know you spend eight hours at work every day that impacts on your personal life as well so having a fulfilling work life impacts on your personal life too obviously they feel healthier and have more energy they experience faster growth and development so they're able to perhaps progress better at work as well they experience less stress and that's important for all of us at the minute they're more creative and agile at work they feel more satisfied and they experience more meaning in their work and they're more engaged in their work so those are you know quite a few benefits there now obviously if you're an employer that's the sort of workforce that you would want to have people who are engaged and confident and agile in their work and you know growing more and, and happier in that and as an employee it's certainly the sort of place and the sort of work that you'd like to be doing so again really important to understand what your character strengths are and if you're able to to use them at work and how you can go about doing that so if you have already done the questionnaire and i hope most of you have done um i'd be interested to hear what your reactions were to it um whenever you looked at your top five strengths and there are 24 strengths but they tend to concentrate on, on the top five signature strengths did you look at them and say yes that's me that's absolutely me i can see myself in those five strengths did you look at some of the words and think to yourself is that even a strength? You know, because those words don't necessarily sound like strengths whenever I read them. And did, or did you think to yourself, perhaps, you know, that doesn't sound anything like me. I just don't see myself in that at all. If if you would like to put any comments into the chat, that would be great. And Deirdre, you can let me know if anything comes up there. Um, so it's worth you know looking at what your immediate reactions were to it because if you didn't see yourself in those five strengths then it's really important to start to look at right well where do those affect me where do those come into my life because if you've answered the questionnaire honestly then those strengths will be very significant for you and then you have to translate you have to look at where are they actually in in your life now i won't be able to go through all 24 of these but i will give you details about each one of them i'll put that in the chat at the end of the session sorry yes. can i just um sure. one of our participants has said the problem with uh, the via strengths profile is it's what you think your strengths are um not not what they really are uh, maybe better if someone knows you and answers you. Have you got any response to that? Yeah. Well, if somebody told me what my strength was, but I just didn't see that at all, and I think I know myself better than others do, then I, I would take it on board because I think it is really worth looking at how other people see you. But I think that if you're genuinely going to feel more confident and happier and things like that, then it has to be about how you see yourself. And, you know, these aren't necessarily static. If you do this in, you know, you know, you're all students now, some of you may be working as well. But in another five years time, when you've maybe had lots more work experience, you may well consider that actually I'm building up, you know, towards different strengths here. I can see that I'm using things in different ways and things seem to be more of a strength to me. So it's not necessarily a case that you always think the same thing. 
Um, but I do think start with what you think about yourself. Take on board what others say, obviously, but it, it's about how you see yourself. I think that's important anyway. It would be very interesting to see how other people see you and ask them for the evidence of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, somebody else has also put in that their top strength was love and they feel a little bit like Harry Potter um, wondering how that will help them in the workplace. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I will give you an example of that because that is one of my strengths as well. So I'll talk to you a wee bit about that later on. I have it actually down here in my notes to, to discuss that one. And, and that is, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that someone's brought that up because you know, that middle question there, how is that even a strength? That's what I, whenever I look at a lot of those things originally, that's what I thought, is that a strength? How is that even a strength? And certainly, how can I use that in work? So yes, you know, I, now I do, now that I've looked at them all and I've examined them all, I do see them as strengths. But yes, I absolutely agree with that one. And there's more than that one as well. It's not just the love one, but but um, I'll, I'll go through the love one with you later on and then uh, hopefully that'll help you to translate some of the other ones as well. Yeah. And sorry, just there's just a couple of others. There's um, one person has said that their strength was honesty, uh, but they consider themselves as a brave person. So I suppose it's that thing of like it's not you don't just have one strength. You will. I mean, there's obviously the, 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 the main one, but um, there yeah. are others as well. Yeah. And and sometimes you don't necessarily see, you know, because you do have to translate these things and you don't necessarily how, see how it fits into your life. And, and I would have to say, too, that one of my lowest ones, I know that when I'm answering the questions about it, that I tend to answer it around a specific aspect of my life. So I don't think that it necessarily encompasses all of my life. I think that I've got you know, strength in some areas of it, but it falls down because whenever I answer the question, I'm thinking of a specific thing. So that's that could be the case for, for some others as well. Um, but yes, it's important. There's 24 of them on that list. Mm -hmm. And it's important to realize that, you know, yes, they look at, the, they call the top five your signature strengths, but it doesn't mean that the others on the list are not strengths as well. It doesn't suddenly go from five to six and six isn't a strength, you know? so don't discount those ones by any means it just means that you probably feel a bit more natural and energized whenever you use the top five yeah okay. and i think nikki sorry i will stop now there's just one more comment and then sure. uh, but nikki i think sums it up very well she says i think being honest can take a certain amount of bravery and i think that's very very <laughs> very true nikki and Absolutely. just finally uh, Gemma says, mine described me very well and my children agreed with what the results <laughs> brought up and agree with other characteristic quizzes that I've done as well. Um, so I think that that's and yes. Um, yeah, so that's 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 great. Thank you. And I think uh, it's interesting you call it a quiz. I think there's a bit more science behind it than, than, than you know, we, we go with quiz there. But um, first of all, thank you all for putting comments into the chat because it's always very interesting to, to get a bit of interaction here. Um, I think that the difference with this questionnaire is that it, you know, it lists your strengths for you, but it doesn't give you necessarily a report to say, and this is the person that you are. It basically then leaves it up to you. It says, 
here's the strengths that you've basically said that you have. Now it's up to you to translate them and, and see how they fit into your life. So, you know, don't discount the others that, that aren't in your top five. You know, you still can consider six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven as strengths as well. Um, but just look and see where those top five start with those at least. Where do they fit into your life? And the one at the bottom or the couple at the bottom, I suppose, you know, it's worth looking at them to see is that, you know, it, it, is it something that you really do think actually I'm not that good at that or I don't see that fitting in with how I live my life? And, you know, it's worth considering why that might be the case. But I'll talk a bit later about how it's important to concentrate on what your strengths are rather than, you know, automatically head to try and improve your weaknesses, basically. OK, so there's the 24 character strengths. And as I suppose, as I said to you before, um, and, and you've brought up as well that word love. And there's also things, you know, like judgment and perseverance and gratitude and things prudence you know i wouldn't be going into an interview and talking about appreciation of beauty and you know things like that so then you do have to translate them and you do have to see you know it's just a heading um and there's more information underneath that heading to sort of give you an idea about what the strengths actually are but you do have to do the translating for yourself really so yes, so one of my strengths is love. And just as you said, I can't see how I'm going to use that at work. Now I can guarantee that I have never brought up that word at an interview, um, not in the sense anywhere that, that we would talk about love. Um, and indeed, you know, when I first did the questionnaire as well, I genuinely find it hard to see how that was even a strength. And then, you know, because whenever I think about love, I tend to think about the love that I have for my family. I genuinely don't think about it in a term that I would use at work at all. And I couldn't really see how I could relate that in any way to work. But the more that I give some thought to it and examined my experiences at work over many, many years, it has to be said, I realized more and more that having good working relationships was very important to me. Now, I wouldn't use the terminology of love, but, you know, it was it is very important to me that I get on with people that I work with. And if I'm not getting on with people, then I'm not enjoying my work. And so I can see that how that is something that actually does make a big deal to me. And that's why it's coming up as one of my strengths. And I would say indeed it was so important to me at one of my recent interviews that I asked if it was a happy place to work in. And I wouldn't have done that in the past. Um, but, you know, when you're older and wiser and you do know what's important to you, you ask the questions. So when you look at these strengths, don't just look at the word itself. Really look at what it means to you. Look at how it fits into your life. Sometimes it's easier to see that something is very important when it's missing. So taking my previous example there of love, you know, I can look back at my work life and see that whenever I was unhappy at work, it was generally whenever working relationships were difficult. So 
you know, I've used these strengths in various training courses whenever I've been working with people. I've also used them in one to one coaching with people and, and it has worked very well. But what I tend to see is that people tend to be aware of them whenever they experience the absence of them. So, you know, they realize that they're not able to use their strengths at work and how that stops them from feeling satisfied. And I remember one person actually saying to me, and this was in one to one coaching session, and they said to me, I've just realized why I don't like my job. And it was a real lightning sort of lightning bulb moment for her because, you know, it, it was a big deal to her to it was a good job but she wasn't getting the satisfaction in it that she did in a previous job and she realized it was because she wasn't able to use her strengths in it so sometimes looking for when things are not right can be a good indication of what your strengths are because you start to see what's really important to you okay so Sorry, um, Roisin, yeah, can I just ahead. interrupt? There's a, there's a question that says, how can we increase our abilities for the strengths at the bottom of the report? Well, again, I'm going to talk about that a wee bit more, but but it, so it comes up later about about looking at weaknesses. But actually, what my recommendation is, is to increase your abilities in your top strengths rather than to worry about the ones at the bottom okay so i'll come back to that but that would be my recommendation actually to look at what you're already good at and to improve on that you don't have to be good at all 24 of these you know there's a if there's a list of 24 there's always going to be some at the top and some at the bottom of it okay but I, I will sort of address that a wee bit later on. Um, Deirdre, there's the link to the video if you're able to put that in at some point as well. So um, yeah, we're, so we're just going to put into the chat a link to a YouTube video, which is kind of a nice wee summary of what you're seeing on screen at the minute, which is the 24 character strengths, but banded into what they call virtues. So you'll see six virtues down the side there, wisdom, courage, humanity, justice, temperance and transcendence. So please don't go and start to watch the video now. That's just for you to, to watch later on. Um, but just whenever you know you look at your strengths, it, it's useful to look and see well, where do they fit in with those virtues as well? So are most of your strengths sort of concentrated around one particular you know one particular one of the virtues like maybe you have love kindness and social intelligence all together or are they kind of spread across the various ones there um and you know it, it, it's not that you necessarily have to change if they are all banded together or anything it just gives you a better idea of where you really you know see your strengths lying um it may be whenever you know we're talking about stuff at the bottom of, of the list it may be that you might want to sort of be conscious of where you don't have strengths and you might want to think about well all right maybe there's one or two there that i might want to work on okay um and i, I will be giving you detail of each of these 24 strengths um and a wee bit more in that later but that includes how to improve on on the strengths but again i would be saying try to improve on the ones at the top rather than the ones at the bottom so again you know, just on that slide, just to, to, to be aware of 
where your strengths lie within those virtues and just to see if there's any patterns that are interesting to you or if it gives you a better idea of the areas that you know your strengths lie in and it's worth having a wee look at the video if you get a chance to. Yeah, so talking about those five strengths again you know I really do think it's it's worthwhile spending time to think about where you see those strengths in your life and just some things to think about whenever you know you're looking at those five strengths what are you doing when you are at your best whenever you feel that you you know you're really um doing your best work and you're feeling good about it what are the sort of things that you're doing is it you know because you're doing it as a member of a team and you're able to work off other people or is it because you're able to be creative and do your own thing what is it that, that makes you feel at your best when do you feel you're most alive what sort of things energize you because these are the sort of things that whenever you're able to use your strengths that this is the way that you would be feeling so what makes you say this is the real me what's the kind of thing that makes you feel this is me i'm being authentic here um and for any psychology student you'll have heard of flow so what puts you in the zone when you know when you're completely absorbed in something you lose track of time what sort of thing are you doing then and you know if you can identify those sort of things what strengths are you displaying whenever you're doing those things um, and, and lastly, what sort of thing, what, what do you get animated talking about? What do you feel passionate about that, you know, you can feel really animated whenever you're discussing it? So some ideas to think about there to give you an idea of how do you see the strength in your life? So because I haven't got it on the slide there, I'll just repeat. So what are you doing when you are at your best? When do you feel you're most alive? What energizes you? What makes you say this is the real me? What puts you in the zone when you're completely absorbed and lose track of time? And what do you get animated talking about? Some sort of thoughts and making use of your strength then. So, you know, do I have the opportunity to use my strengths? So when you've identified what your strengths actually are, you want to be able to look for opportunities to use them and indeed to strengthen what those strengths are, okay, to actually work on them and become better at them. Um, you know, can you get that in group work maybe if you're, you know, a, a student rather than if you're working? Can you get it maybe through volunteering opportunities or clubs or with your family? There should be various ways to be able to look at your different strengths. So how could I capitalize on my strengths? So for example, if you have a particular goal that you want to achieve, or you have a problem that you need to find some sort of solution for, think about how you could use your strengths to meet that challenge. You know, how, how, how do you make the most of having those strengths by helping you to achieve things? How can you apply your strengths to new situations? And then that other aspect of it, how am I challenged by my strengths? And it all sounds like an odd thing to call something a strength and then think about, well, what sort of challenges that brings to you? And I'm going to look again a little bit at this later, but it is worth considering how your strengths might inhibit you in achieving things or how they might affect other people as well. 
So again, and how could I develop my strengths? So again, I'll do a bit more detail about that, so I'll not dwell on it here. Um, and it's also worth thinking as well about how does using your particular strengths contribute to your well-being? Because the positive psychology movement is all about that well-being. And, you know, they're very strong on if you're using your strengths, it's very good for your well-being. So think about how using your particular strengths has an impact on that. Okay, so before I go into a wee bit more detail about a couple of the strengths, um, I want to look at overplaying your strengths. So, you know, it's not a question that some of these strengths are good and some of them are bad. All of them are good. But all of the strengths have a sort of a positive and a negative. Um, so, you know, like most things, you can have too much of a good thing. And when we overplay our strengths, it can shift from being a positive to a negative. So take, for example, if you have the signature strength of empathy. I don't know if any of you do have, but if you have that one as one of your top five strengths, it may be that, you know, you're able to support your friends when they're struggling. Um, and they often know, you know, if you if you have empathy, that you know how to what to say in difficult moments, basically. But if you take that to the extreme, it could turn into you being a bit of an emotional dumping ground for friends. You know, the person that everybody comes to with their problems, which can be very draining on a person. So if you're always giving, but you're not getting any support in return, you can begin to feel taken advantage of. Um, and, you know, maybe you as a person then sort of suffer that in silence and just get on with it. So empathy can be a really wonderful strength to have, but overplaying it can be detrimental to you. Another example then is humour. Um, and, you know, again, it's, it's great to have the strength of humour. Perhaps you're the person that can always lighten the mood for other people or, you know, maybe help bond the team with funny stories. So, you know, it's very useful to, to have that. But of course, overplaying this strength could mean that, you know, you're funny when it's perhaps not appropriate to be funny. Um, we all know that person that can go from being funny to insensitive or embarrassing when they don't know when to stop. So again, you know, just an example of overplaying the strength or the shadow side of strengths as, as they often call it as well and it's the same for every single one of the strengths each strength has a, a shadow side whenever it's overplayed um, and the secret is then to sort of find the sweet spot on it so it's not a case of an on or off button it's more like a volume switch so you're trying to find right because i'm you know encouraging you to develop your strengths to develop the ones that you already have anyway um but you've got to be aware that you know it can be too much of a good thing and you're really trying to find what's the best to use not to overplay it okay and you may be able to again find examples in your own life of when maybe your strengths have been overplayed and it can be you know detrimental anybody any questions on that as well can go into the chat so this is one of the pages this one on creativity um 
And I'm going to just show you a couple of these. I'm going to do creativity and I'm going to do honesty. And um, what I have is one of these pages for each of the 24 strengths. So I'll put that just as we clip arts into the chat at the end. So if uh, you have particular strength that you want this sort of level of detail on, then that'll come up at the end for you. So um, the creativity one then, and just sort of, you know, looking at that, the, the top box there, what, what does that look like? What do we mean by creativity? How do we recognize it as a character strength? So what do we look like or what does it look like? So someone with the strength of creativity is someone who likes to produce new and original ideas and generating novelty. OK, so, you know, thinking about how to do things in different ways and enjoying being able to do that. They're challenged by so that particular strength then um, what might we find difficult about having creativity as a strength? And that's what I mean by challenged by. So, for example, if you, you know, love to be creative, if you aren't able to explore new ways of doing things, if you feel constricted by rules or boundaries and very strict deadlines, for example, then that you might find that very challenging. So that could be an example of when someone, you know, has the sort of absence of creativity whenever they're curtailed by boundaries and someone who needs to be able to display that sort of strength is going to find it very difficult to work in that environment. At your best, then you love to work in an environment where you can be flexible, where you can think outside the box and be innovative and try new things and that that will energize you and keep you excited about your work. And then the shadow side or overplaying it, because as I said to you, each one of the strengths has this this as well. So the shadow side then for creativity, you might be more interested in the creative side than actually meeting those deadlines. So, you know, you might be the sort of person that loves to keep coming up with the ideas, but not actually getting to an end result with it. So maybe when you get past the exciting sort of novelty stage of it, you don't necessarily follow through on the delivery. So that could be the shadow side of things, always sort of wanting to do the novel and, and create but not actually getting the results. So for again, for each of the strengths, there's a develop by um, and it's, you know, it, it's kind of up to you to find ways really that you can start to improve on your strengths, but they do give you some ideas. Truthfully, some of them I look at and think, nah, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to do that. But you may find some of these that, that are interesting for you. For creativity, certainly, like all the strengths, as long as you know not to fall into the shadow side of it, it's worth developing these strengths. So for creativity, you might want to set aside time each day to do something new and novel. You might download an app. There's, there's apps about for this sort of thing. Um, choose to solve problems in novel ways. So whenever you have a maybe a problem that's come up again. OK, how do we do it differently this time? Um, find a solution and then maybe push yourself to find another solution. Don't just stop at the first thing that you come up with. Just keep the brain and the ideas ticking over. OK, so that's creativity. And I'm just going to do one more because you certainly couldn't sit through 24 of these. Um, and the other one I'm going to do is honesty. And again, that's one that um, you know, people maybe find challenging as looking at it as a strength 
So honesty then looks like you know what your personal values are and you have the ability to live by them and to express them. You're straightforward and down to earth. Now, that sort of person who has that strength may well be challenged if um, you'd find it difficult to work in an environment that did not fit with your personal values. You value integrity and you would not be able to be deceitful or cope with others that were being deceitful. Covering up issues or problems or lying to the customer or client is not something that you could cope with. So you can see that having that strength of honesty could be challenged by a work environment that doesn't value that as well, that might ask you to do things that would go against that, that strength for you. Um, at your best, you're at your best when your personal values and your professional values are aligned. Um, and then you can confidently be your authentic self. So you feel that you can actually be yourself. You don't have to pretend you can be honest about who you are. So when those personal and professional values are in sync, basically. Even with honesty, then there is the shadow side. And sometimes honesty can come across as just being blunt or over righteousness. Honesty sometimes has to be tempered with empathy or compassion, empathy and compassion, I guess. And as, just as an example at interview, I mean, if you think of it in terms of, uh, you know, something like a, an interviewer saying to you the question of now, why should why should I give you this job? If you're particularly honest, then you might be saying, well, actually, I wouldn't I wouldn't give me the job. I'm not the best person for the job, um, you know, and that's not going to be a good thing. So sometimes your strengths, you have to temper them as well. You have to be aware of how it's going to come across to other people, too. OK, develop that strength and that strength of honesty. There are various bits of advice here that you can read later, but I feel that the important thing here to develop your honesty as a strength is to write about what living an authentic life means to you. Look at how honesty has impacted on your life and how you want it to impact on your life. And, you know, maybe also that example of when you've sort of seen it in its shadow side or when you've been challenged by it. That's also really useful to look at because it gives you a much better understanding of what's important to you. OK, so I don't know, there may be questions there. If anybody has anything that they want to ask about any of those two. Not at the moment, but I okay. will um, let you know. And remember that I am going to put in one of a page for each of these into the chat at the end of it. OK, so. You can see the picture of uh, Greta Thunberg there. Hopefully she's someone that you all recognize. And I'm really looking at this as strengths in action. So whether you're a fan of Greta or you're not, you can't deny that she has certainly made an impact on the world. And I believe that, you know, she's used her character strengths to help her to do that. So what I'm going to ask you to do is I've listed the character strengths there below just as reminders for you. Have a wee look at them and think about what strengths you think that she has, that she displays and put them into the chat. You don't have to do all five, just, you know, pick a few that you think, yes, I think that she displays that.
And while they're doing that, Roisin, we have a question um, okay. or, a, or a comment, really. Would be good if the characteristics had scores so that we knew how strong or not they are compared to others. Is this what a paid report has? I'm not sure about that, but they are listed from one to 24. So, you know, that's the order that you that basically the assessment is saying that that's the order that your strengths are in. Um, how they relate to what other people would have, I, I don't know about that. And in some ways it's not really important because all of these strengths are good anyway. It's mm -hmm. really about how important it is to you. So yes, yeah, so from one to 24, they, they should be listed in, in that way. Um, and obviously one to five are your signature strengths. Uh, yes, that's right. So I'm just looking at mine. So I have, yeah, so I have my top one and then they go down to yeah to uh, to the last one. So, <laughs> so you should be able to click to see what, you know, for it to give you all 24 of your strengths and they sort of have it as a top five, your middle strengths and then mm -hmm. the ones that are lower. Is that right, Deirdre? You, That's right, that, yes. Yeah. So, they, so you can click on it, it says show. So yeah. I have my top five and then my middle strengths and then my lesser strengths. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're pretty accurate. I'm not going to explore, <laughs> expand, but they are pretty accurate. Uh, some of the um, Greta uh, Thunberg um, okay. characteristics. So we've got uh, bravery, bravery again, leadership, hope, perspective and perseverance. Mm -hmm. um, we've got five there, judgment, love, bravery, hope and zest. Yeah. Um, oh, OK, David, I'll get back to you in a second. Humour. Um, we've got judgment, perspective, honesty, bravery. Okay. Um, and Dave, sorry, David's just come back and said uh, he means how they relate to your own strength. That was. You might need to explain that to me, Deirdre. Yeah, I think David might need a, just a bit because it said if it's good if the characteristic had scores so that we knew how strong or not they are compared to others. Oh, to other strengths, to others compared to your own other strengths. Okay, but I think hopefully that the list of putting them from one to 24 should be, yeah. give you a comparison. Yeah, yeah. Okay. hopefully that makes sense, David. Okay, so the, the strengths then of Greta, and I'm very sorry because I do not know if she has ever done this test or if she, what she would say were her strengths. I basically thought, I'll have a look, I'll ask you what you think, and I'll put up what I thought. But, you know, I don't know any better than you do. I'm just saying what I think that I see her displaying. So certainly bravery, you know, and I think that's come up a few times. Um, perseverance, honesty. I've got leadership here and hope. And definitely, you know, if I was going to put more than five up there, I would put up something like humour there as well, because some of her tweets have been really very funny. Um, Self-regulation, appreciation of beauty and excellence, you know, th there's quite a few there. So, you know, I wouldn't be limiting it at five either. But I'm using that really because I think that it's important for you to see that we can see strengths in other people. Yes, she's a very visible figure, obviously, and we know what she's, you know, campaigning for and things. But, you know, even if you look at your family and 
you know, somebody, sorry, I can't remember the name, but somebody already said that their family could see those strengths in her. Um, so you can see those strengths in other people as well. And other people will see strengths in you. So, you know, what we have to do, and sometimes it is harder for us to do it for ourselves than it is to see strengths in other people. So it's really important that you look at what strengths have come up on your list and how that is displayed in your life, basically. Because I just know from experience of, of talking to people about interviews and that, that it's so much harder for people to come up with what their personal qualities and strengths are than to talk about other people's. So this is a really good and important way of being able to start you off on that. And even if we look at those ones there, bravery, um, honesty, you know, you maybe aren't going to go into an interview and talk about the word bravery, but you might say something like speaking up for what's right. You know, you might perseverance, you might talk about always finishing what you start, you might talk about integrity. So use some of the language that's available to you there, as long as you feel that it's appropriate for you. Okay, so um, you were talking or somebody had asked a question about trying to improve some of the, the strengths that are sort of further down the list. And one thing that I wanted to mention to you here was just about my mindsets. So I'll read out a list for each of these and you consider what which one sounds most like you. So the growth mindset thinks that ability can grow through effort and learning. And some things that a person with a growth mindset might say, I can learn to do anything I want. Challenges help me to grow. I welcome feedback. It's useful. I like to try new things or I try until I succeed. And then someone with a fixed mindset. So ability is fixed and there is nothing you can do. Um, Unfortunately, the picture covers up the end bit of it, so you might have to tell me. Um, I'm only good at some things. I give up when I can't do something. I don't like doing what I don't know. I get upset when I receive criticism and I don't know what the next bit is. I stick to. I stick to what I know and yes, when I'm frustrated, I give up. OK, thank you, Deirdre. <laughs> so. Which one, and this is this is purely rhetorical, I'm not asking you to put it into to the um, chat, but you know, which one sounds more like you? Because obviously, if you have that growth mindset, then you're in a position to be able to say, yeah, I know what strengths I would like to develop, and I know that I can go about doing that. I, I can learn how to do that, because that mindset says, I can learn to do anything I want challenges help me to grow. I try until I succeed. Okay. And if you think about it, obviously, if you have that growth mindset, learning becomes easier for you because you already think that you can learn. Okay. Whereas if you have that fixed mindset, it becomes harder because you're saying to yourself, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm at a standstill. I'm good at some things, but I, I can't learn new things or, you know, these things don't come naturally to me, so I'm going to give up on it. So obviously it's not easy to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. But the main thing is essentially is about knowing that there are two different types of mindset. And so if you want to learn to to develop your strengths or you want to learn to do anything new, you have to be aware 
that having that fixed mindset is going to inhibit you. And that's all it is. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't learn. It just is a mindset that you have. So knowing that that exists, just telling yourself that, you know what, I'm not going to be in this fixed mindset. I'm going to be in the growth mindset. Being consciously aware of it and consciously challenge that mindset helps you to adopt that sort of growth one. Okay, so you can move from the fixed to the growth one. The important thing is to recognize when you're limiting yourself. Recognize when you're saying to yourself, no, I can't do that, or I'm not that type of person. That sort of thing doesn't come easily to me. And when you're facing challenges, just remind yourself to be in a growth mindset rather than in that fixed one. Um, and you know, aim for progress rather than perfection. So you're just trying to make some improvements, trying to change in some ways, but you're not trying to be perfect. And I think it's useful to use that word yet as a form of power. So I've not mastered that yet, you know, because I, I can do it, but I haven't got there just yet. Okay. So just sort of starting to round up then, and again, using that growth mindset then. So if you want to expand on how you make the most of your strengths, use them, you know, to use them consciously. Think about consciously using them to meet particular goals, or I've said to you, maybe to solve problems. Ask yourself, which of my strengths will help me to achieve this? How can you utilize your strengths to achieve things? Look for examples of how you've already used your strengths, because if you have good examples of when you've already been able to use your strengths, you can see how you can move forward with that as well. Look for times when you felt at your most energized and happiest, you know, when you were working or at, at your study. Um, chances are it was when you were using some of your strengths. Okay, so then I said to you that I, I would say about weaknesses. So what about weaknesses? And, you know, it is important to remember that when we're talking about character strengths here, it is about personal qualities. It's not about technical skills. So if you're not good at Excel and you need to, you know, you need it for your job or whatever, then it makes sense to get good at it. So we're not talking about those sort of performance skills. We're talking about personality characteristics here. But if you look at your top five and then you perhaps look at your bottom five um, strengths, which could be considered areas that you're weaker in, it is worth trying to, you know, or rather, is it worth trying to improve those character strengths? Because what you're really aiming for is using the character strengths that you already have, you know, that's where you're going to be energized. That's where you're going to be fulfilled. If you're having to work with those character strengths that are down at the bottom, then you're going to feel drained. You're probably not going to be satisfied. You're not going to have the benefits of being able to use your your natural strengths. So it's much better for you. I'm not saying ignore them. But it is much better for you to try and work with the strengths that come naturally to you rather than to try and improve things that are way down the list. You, you can improve them, but you'll make greater strides improving the ones that are at the top 
rather than the ones are, that are at the bottom. So your greatest potential for growth is in developing your strengths, not in trying to fix your weaknesses. Um, and again, I remind you again, we're talking about your character strengths here, not about your performance ones. So when you focus on your weaknesses, you, you know, there's a limit to what you can achieve. You can actually achieve more whenever you focus on your top strengths. So I hope that sort of goes somewhere to answering that question about strengths. Okay, if you've done the sessions with me before, and obviously if you have any questions, put them into the chat now at this stage, because I'm just going to finish off with the sort of interview questions. Um, we're already at, at 1.30, so I'll, I'll try and speed through this. Um, but we always said, we try and remind you of the STAR technique for effectively answering your interview questions. So when I give you these questions, it's worth if you're trying to prepare answers to do it in this sort of way. So basically, you want to be able to tell the interviewer your story by putting your answer into context for them. So when you're formulating your answer for an interview, try and follow the STAR technique. It makes your answers clear and logical, and it means that you're getting across the main points that you need to. So start by listening to the question. Think of the example that you're going to use. Hopefully you will have already prepared some answers or similar ones ahead of time. But even if you have to think on your feet, frame your answer into situation, task, action and result. Describe the event or situation that you were in. Explain the task that you had to complete. What were the challenges? Describe the specific actions that you personally took to complete the task. You can say what you did as a team, but you should try and say what you personally did. And then finish with the results. So what was the results of your actions? What were the benefits, possible savings? What was the impact? OK, so I just like to put that in in case any of you haven't already seen that. So character strengths at interview then, and I will put a copy of these questions into the chat for you so you don't have to take them down. Um, so first of all, it's important to note that when you're asked at interview about strengths and weaknesses, you know, this is generally rounded up terminology. So they're not necessarily going to be asking you about um, character strengths, about personality strengths. If they ask you specifically about that, then that's different. But generally, whenever you're asked about strengths, it can be sort of a rounded up combination of technical skills, organizational skills and personality as well. So whenever I'm talking here about um, using the character strengths, I'm not asking you to ignore. You've got to listen to the question. OK, I'm not asking you to ignore those sort of performance strengths that we talked about earlier. And remember that I give you the example of the character strength of love and how I wouldn't use it. You know, I wouldn't necessarily bring that word up at the interview, but instead I'd translate that into business speak, into interview speak. So I talk about working relationships. I talk about team building and, you know, bear in mind that when we look at some of the questions that you might be asked at interview, that you might be able to bring your character strengths into it rather than necessarily starting from that point of view. So look at the descriptions of the characters that I'll put into the chat for you, not just the name of the character itself, but for the terminology that might be useful for you. So perhaps you might use integrity rather than honesty. 
critical thinking rather than judgment, disciplined rather than self-regulation. So what the terminology that you feel is useful for you, make sure that you include the performance strengths and skills, but think about where the character strengths fit in. So I'll just run through some of those questions, some of these questions, and some of them overlap, you know, can be quite similar. So what would you bring to this role? And remember, I said to you that, yes, you want to bring in those technical skills, but what makes it personal and unique for you? And a lot of that can come from your character strengths. What are you passionate about? Do you prefer working in a team or on your own? And again, some of that might come from the strengths that you have. What types of activities or hobbies do you enjoy? What do you do for fun? What would a good day at work look like for you? I think that's a really good question for you even just to consider for yourself. What would a good day at work look like for you? What sort of things would you be doing? What would you be involved with that would make it a good day for you? What gets you excited about coming to work? What aspects of your current or previous job do you enjoy most? Because again, that'll identify where you're most energized and, and, and probably when you used your strengths. When do you do your best work? How could a manager best support you? So do you like to have a lot of detail from your manager? Do you want to be left alone because you can get on with things? That kind of idea. What motivates you to do your best work? What three things do you need to succeed in this position? And again, possibly bringing, obviously you're going to look at the job description, but you might find that some of that fits in with your character strengths. What most appeals to you about this role? How will this role challenge you? Again, you might look at your, your the challenges, how your strengths are challenged. Which of our company core values do you most or least identify with? And we talked a bit there about sort of your uh, the honesty and the personal values and aligning that with company values. So that might be important for some of you there. How do you handle criticism or negative feedback? And again, some of those character strengths will sort of click into place for some of those questions and it won't for others. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access career support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.